welcome to another beer review. Now, today we're back on the Scotty series. And uh, yeah, I'm doing a beer that, well, I try and avoid this brewery as much as possible, especially their kind of uh, usual kind of beers, um, the more craft side. Just because, well, every time I've tried them, they've been a complete and utter disappointment. And uh, I find a lot of the beers sickly, overpowering, lacking balance, control. I mean, Jesus, I'll be totally honest. I mean, I know there's people that will cream their panties over quite a lot of them. Um, but even then, they're now turning around and saying, well, they've changed them and they've adjusted some of these so they're not as good as they used to be. Well, I'll be totally honest. I've tried them in the past and I thought they were bloody awful. I've tried some of their stuff recently and again, I still think it's bloody awful. But this is from their craft side. From what they're trying to kind of do now, which is kind of, kind of go in towards maybe a bit more traditional style of brewing then it's been okay. I mean, we tried their, um, they did a stout called Black Heart, and yeah, it was okay. Um, I wouldn't say it was any worse than Guinness and things like that. I actually said it was a, a little bit more flavour than Guinness. So from that point, I would have said that yes, I liked it a little bit better than Guinness just because of a little bit more flavour. But I'll be totally honest, it doesn't take much to have a little bit more flavour than Guinness. I mean, I've tasted some bloody lagers, got a heck of a lot more flavour than Guinness. Guinness is quite bland in flavour. It's like for people that don't like the taste of stout, but they still want to be seen drinking stout, you know. Like from that point of view. But anyway, so what we're going to be doing is Brew Dogs Shore Leaf, which is... Uh, which is an amber ale. And again, this is one of the ranges that they're now trying to kind of push to kind of break in and get more of a foothold in the traditional beer market because like they say that there is a downturn in the craft beer industry and market and uh, they're struggling. And also they feel that There's a lot more people drinking traditional beers and they want to get part of that because it's more of a, a reliable market. The market doesn't really fluctuate too much and uh, they react better. If you can make a good traditional beer, then they react better and see the craft beer industry, which is it's a bit kind of cutthroat to the point is that we've seen craft breweries, well... Tiny Rail was a good example with some of the marketing ploys. I mean, they don't give a crap who they piss all over um, to try and make their beer brands more appealing to the market and their drinkers and everything else. So this is Brewdog's uh, Shore Leave, of course, brewed in Ellen. Um, and it's United We Stand for Better Beer, Fiercely Defiant and Independent. What a lot of old shit. Still the same crap. Right, what else does it say on it? From the good ship brew dog, because it's called Shore Leaf. Good ship, but do they mean to put the word ship? Because they've spelt it as with a P. Was that a mistake, or was it was it intentional? Did they actually mean to write the word ship 
for some strange reason I'm usually thinking it's something else but I'm always rolling I'm always open it's not really giving us oh, Jesus good how small is that right hmm. lucky enough there's not much on it so it's 4.3 percent it's 500 mil it's an amber ale again they're kind of another push in towards the kind of traditional beer market and uh, yeah Crack it open and see what it's like. That'd be nice, It'd be quite nice. I do like a good amber ale, so if it's a good amber ale, then yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Regardless of what I think of Brewdog, if they make a nice beer, then I'll say it's a nice beer. But with, if anybody's seen the Scottish series and been watching it, um, I've not had much luck because most of the beers have been absolutely bloody dreadful saying that quite a lot of them have come from Belhaven and I'll be totally honest Jesus God they've been bad um, we've had some some nice ones but not that many and uh, yeah well come on pour nicely now again Amber Ale this is a bit of a strange one because again it's not something that's more you know because they're obviously brew dogs are Scottish breweries so it's not really Jesus I've really kind of poured that with a flake kind of in the back of my mind. For people on the podcast, it's about, I would probably say it's about a one, one and a half finger head normally. I've just kind of poured it not so great, so it's kind of uh, floating on almost two finger head. But yeah, there's a slight haziness to it, as you can see. It's uh, obviously if you're on the podcast, you won't be able to see it, so um, you're going to have to bear with me in a minute. But as you can see, for people who are actually watching it on YouTube, um, it's kind of slightly cloudy. There's an opaqueness to it. But it's quite a light amber. It's not a, a dark amber ale. It's quite a light amber ale for people on the podcast. But there's a slight opaqueness to it. And yeah, I would say a light copper colour. and Rather than a dark amber. Now, smell-wise... Oh, right. There we go. Well, I'm getting hops. First things first. Front and centre, I'm just getting hops. And I'm getting slightly kind of citrus-based hops. Not getting, not really getting floral. I'm getting slightly shoe polish tones as well. So I'm getting slightly, I'm getting a bit of malt. Not really getting green, so I'm getting a little bit of malt. And I'm getting a bit of citrus, but just kind of in between these kind of aromas. Just getting that kind of slightly kind of shoe polish kind of smell that kind of slightly sweet kind of beeswax kind of shoe polishy kind of smell kind of dubbing dubbing's probably the best way to describe it dubbing i used to put my rugby boots and why do you kick somebody but yeah there's that slight kind of honeysuckle dubbing smell that i'm getting which again is a bit strange, honeysuckle kind of smell. But that's not that kind of, that kind of, the honeysucky smell that you get from honeysuckle dubbing, not from the actual kind of honeysuckle kind of plant and flowers. But yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a strange smell, but in some ways quite a nice aroma because some of these smells, they kind of remind me of kind of past times of my life and 
and things like that. So there's a bit of nostalgia associated with some of these smells for me. And uh, yeah, they're kind of slightly attractive. So let's see what it tastes like. Oh Christ. Oh. Well, the thing that stands out is the slightly mid-tongue because it's almost slightly soapy water kind of feel to it. There's a kind of slight accent of you know, the fairy liquid in the dishwasher type of thing, you know, doing the dishes. Don't like your fingers when you're doing that because then you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's a soapiness to the kind of hop flavours there. It was if like they put the hop flavours in there, but they've done something to try and tone them down a bit so they don't kind of run away. And uh, yeah, it's giving you a slightly kind of soapiness, which really isn't particularly kind of nice. I mean, it looks okay, it's kind of lace in the glass, you can see it. I mean, it looks quite nice and there's slightly opaqueness, and you think, oh, it could be quite nice, but. Jesus God, God, bloody hell. It's, it's lacking malt, first thing straight away, it's lacking malt. It needs more bloody malt, it really does. The grain's light, the malt's light. There's no real... Well, there's a bit of sweetness, but... It's lacking sweetness to a certain degree. So there's... But it's lacking sweetness because it's lacking malt and grain. It just... The three main parts at the start of the mouth is just kind of... Watered down and kind of missing. To a certain degree. There's nowhere near the intensity you would expect... On amber ale, so straight away, it's it's not a good start. It really isn't a good start at all. It's quite lacking at the start of it. Then you move on to the mid tongue. Move on to the mid tongue, and you start getting soapy accents coming through. And it's slightly, slightly watery. I mean, it's lacking body at the front of the mouth. There's just a complete lack of body because there's no, not enough malt, not enough grain. But it gets worse because it starts to kind of go a bit more on the waterier side. And I think just because the flavours are kind of dissipate, you start getting this slightly soapy accent from the hops. So you're getting little accents of citrus, you're getting little accents of malt, little accents of grain, no real sweetness, and then just kind of coming over the top of it, you've got this kind of slightly soapiness that's just really quite off-putting. And then, well... Bloody soapiness. And there's no real bitterness in the aftertaste. So again, it's just that soapiness 
and what's left of the kind of malt and grain flavours kind of transferring over to the, the back of the mouth with little accents of citrus. But accents of kind of citrus with no bitterness or anything like that. It's just that kind of... And again, it's kind of... Kind of weakened by this slightly soapiness. And yeah, it's it, just this kind of like kind of amalgamation just dissipating in the after. Taste. No, no new flavours, no bitterness. The soapiness is transferred from the mid-tongue again over to the aftertaste and it's just it's spoiling everything it really is I mean the front of mouth I'll be totally honest wasn't that great and it isn't that great but it loses a bit more in the mid tongue and the aftertaste because yeah it's the flavours kind of disappear and it kind of gives you that kind of slightly watery effect you feel that because the flavours are slightly watered down but they haven't they're just kind of dissipating a bit and it's just a complete lack of body in the mid-tongue. But you have this horrible kind of soapiness from the mid-tongue to the aftertaste just really just kills the beer off, really. It's, it's, um, does Brewdog actually think that traditional beer drinkers drink piss? Do you honestly think that we just drink piss? Do you honestly think that, that, that there isn't good enough beers out there that we can go other places and get a far better beer and that will just wipe the floor with you. I mean, seriously. If you really want to break into it, first of all, this isn't actually cheap. Um, now, for two four-packs, as a deal, it's £10.50 for two four-packs. So, so, so over a fiver a pack, that's as part of a deal. It's roughly about £6 if you buy an individual four-pack. And the bottle is roughly, it's, it's it's over £2. So you're now into fuller's territory. If you're around about kind of like over £2, if you're anything kind of £2.10 to £2.30, you're into fuller's territory. And you're trying to think that this bottle, this bottle here is going to compete with a fuller's beer. You're fucking deluded. You really are. You're, you're, off, your, you're off your head. Because let's be totally honest. Fuller's would wipe the floor with you every single day of the week. Seriously, not a problem. I mean, Jesus. Oh, even if they basically put up the worst beer against you, it would still wipe the floor with you. Seriously, there's just no comparison. I mean, if, the, if this is your new business strategy to try and kind of increase your revenues and keep your business growing and all that type of stuff, well, you failed because it's just rubbish. I don't see this appealing to craft beer drinkers in any way, shape or form. And I don't think it's going to draw craft beer drinkers into kind of more amber ales and things like that because they'd be disappointed because the type of flavour profiles they're looking at, well, they're not there. They don't want hoppy soapiness. I don't think anybody wants hoppy soapiness. Traditional beer drinkers, well, let's be told on something. I'm going to spend that money. I'll go and get myself a nice London Pride or something like that, which would it's a far better beer than that. Jesus, seriously. <sighs> Why did I do the Scottish series? Why did I do it? It's just dreadful, but yeah. Yeah, well. If this is your best business strategy and this is the best you can come up with, well, yeah. yeah you might as well just give up brewing and just 
Well, maybe that's what you should do. Give up brewing, still keep your pubs, but then start basically, you know, uh, stocking full of beers. And, you know, I, mean, I, I can see you making money that way. I can see people coming in for a good pint of a fuller's, you know, or maybe a nice 1845 or a nice London porter or a cab stout or something like that, you know. Even even their honey, you can have melon. Ale is quite nice as well. You should go for that. But this, no, seriously, I, I, I want to get this um, review over and done with so, so I don't have to drink any more of this. It really is. It's just, it's not pleasant. So this is the last sip. Oh, Jesus, God. Would I recommend it? No. What would I give it out of 10? Jesus, God. It's a horrible soapiness to it. It really is. And it's the last flavour in the aftertaste. It's the last flavour of this slightly kind of soapiness of the hops. It's just dreadful. It really is absolutely... Honestly, do they taste these bloody beers? You sometimes wonder. They're so fucking deluded and up their own arseholes that even when they make shit, they still think it's fucking marvellous because it's their product, you know. It's, I did this. And I don't fuck up anything, you know. Everything I do is fucking wonderful, you know. How about it tastes like shit? Oh, does it fuck taste like shit? I made it. It's going to be fucking marvellous. And everybody's going to bow to my fucking superiority. I mean, you must think it's going to be that going on. Seriously. Bloody hell. Right. What would I give this out of ten? For the price and from what I'm getting and everything else. Jesus. It's a, I'll be totally honest. It's an expensive bottle. For the homebrew. <sighs> what would I give it? I'm going to give it a half. I'm not even going to give it a, a point. I usually would give it a point just for the bottle, but it's overpriced for the fucking bottle, so I'm going to give it a half. So, yeah, 0.5 out of 10. So, a half out of 10. Would I recommend it? No. No. For that type of money, go buy yourself something from Fuller's. Don't give a shit what it is. You will enjoy it a heck of a lot better than this. Go buy a rig welter or something like that. You're like that, that's nicer. And you know, just, oh God. Just rubbish. It's honestly just rubbish. It's an absolute joke. So, it's half out of ten, 500ml bottle. It's uh, 4.3%. If you, if you like the taste of teapot and very liquid mixed in water then you'll love this and if you don't and you like the taste of beer then you're going to be very disappointed and probably a bit pissed off for paying over two pound a bottle for it so don't bother just don't thanks for watching cheers bye for now